we were like, so what if we could turn it around and instead have a camera that is static that then records the whole scene, the whole field, right? So a high-resolution panoramic footage. And then instead let AI figure out, so where is the ball? How would a TV producer zoom in this? Uh, and thereby do, uh, do automatic uh, video production. This is the Sports Tech All-Stars podcast, showcasing outstanding startups and initiatives in the global sports tech ecosystem. From Sports Tech X, the leading source for data and insights about sports tech. Here is your host, Benjamin Pinker. So, hi everyone. This is Benjamin from Sports Tech X. Today, I have the pleasure to talk to Henrik from Vio. Vio is a portable and affordable solution that helps football teams record and analyze matches and training sessions without the need for cameraman, which is a super cool thing, as I think. Before we uh, talk about Vio, I want to uh, welcome my guest Henrik to the show and give him the opportunity to introduce himself to the audience. So, hi Henrik. Let us know who you are. Hello, Benjamin. <laughs> thanks for thanks for having me on. Well, I'm uh, I'm Henrik. Uh, I am the the CEO and co-founder of uh, Avio. I'm an engineer. Um, I'm a, an entrepreneur. So I've I founded uh, three other uh, startups in in Copenhagen previously. Uh, one of the biggest online ticket platform in the Nordics and a big advertising agency. Um, and and then uh, four years ago, uh, I founded the uh, Vio, uh, along with um, a big TV producer and, uh, and an amazing engineer. Wow, seems like uh, quite an entrepreneurial journey there. And uh, I told you before, uh, I'm pretty envious uh, as I like uh, Copenhagen very much as a city. So you seem to be a lucky person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, then let's talk a bit about uh, Vio. Uh, the next question is almost uh, a three-in-one question. Uh, what I would like to know is what problem you're actually solving with Vio, how you solve it, and what your business model is behind this. Sure. Um, actually, the... You see, the, the story behind the idea is that my, my co-founder, uh, a guy called Kill, he, uh, he came too late to his son's football match. Um, and, and in this match, his son uh, scores a goal, which he apparently doesn't do so often. And obviously, he's uh, super sad that he misses the, the match and, and, and the goal. And you know, he comes home and his wife is mad about it coming too late and so on. And, and as a producer, he's like, so how come that... That nobody is filming, you know these uh, these matches, and then when we kind of started looking into to the numbers, right? It, it turned out that say, so in in, in Denmark, so we're a small company, small uh, small country, so we've have about a bit more than than two hundred Superliga matches, which is you know the Bundesliga correspondent in Denmark. You've got about a bit more than two hundred Superliga matches that it, that you can live stream in, in TV, and at the same time you have three hundred thousand amateur matches. That is being played at the same time, but nobody ever records. Which means that so 99% of, of football matches are never recorded. And this means that, that coaches never use video when they are developing talent. Uh, it means that players can't share those great moments, those great tackles, uh, the goals. Uh, it means that uh, parents, like my co-founder, uh, you know, can't follow their kids' ma uh, matches. It means that 
uh, you know, scouts, you know, have hard time scouting talent unless they are in the professional club. So, so just the lack of video, just uh, you know, just there's, there's a lot of missed opportunities, uh, opportunities out there. And then what we kind of figured out is that the reason why nobody is, is filming all these matches is, is that it's quite difficult actually to record a, a football match because one, you need an elevated position. So you need somebody to build a scaffold because you need to record from an elevated position. If you just record from the sideline, you get these shaky recordings without perspective. So you need an elevated position. Um, then you need a cameraman. So you need somebody who sits on this scaffold through 90 minutes. Um, and then after that, you need a producer that can kind of clip out those those highlights who edit it and, and produce it all together. And that takes time, requires resources, and 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 if it's a you know twelve year old uh, amateur match, then then you know uh, that's not worth uh, the effort. Um, yeah. So so that's kind of you know uh, the, the reason why uh, nobody's filming it. At, and, and obviously a, a, a huge uh, opportunity uh, for us. Um, so, so what we've done is that um, we, we kind of thought, okay, how, how do you recall sport today? So the, the last, say, 100 years, the way you record sport is that you have a camera and then you have a cameraman that kind of moves this camera in the direction of the ball or the center of action. You have this mechanical movement throughout a match, which then requires this cameraman. Um, yeah. but we were like, so what if you could turn it around and instead have a camera that is static, that then records the whole scene, the whole field, right? So a, a high resolution panoramic footage, and then instead let AI figure out, so where is the ball? How would a TV producer zoom in this, um, and thereby do, uh, do automatic, uh, video production. Um, so that's what we that, that's what we've done. So we've built a, a small portable um, panoramic high resolution video camera. Um, and the smart thing about this is that as it is battery powered and, 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 and quite small, you can actually place it on a on a tripod. That means that you can easily get access to say four, five, six meters high uh, altitude of, of recording. And as the camera, is uh, is uh, is panoramic. Then you don't need a camera operator to to film it. So this means that now you just bring your tripod and your camera, and suddenly you actually have a fully automated video production. Um, and then um, what we then do on the on the back end is that we then develop a, a very uh, a high technological uh, artificial intelligence that is able to, you can say, think like a TV producer, which means that it knows um, where the action is and knows how to zoom, how to uh, how to you can say elastically uh, zoom and pan around the the video so it looks like a cameraman uh, but actually it's an algorithm that produces the the films. Nice and this works. I mean that's probably one of the standard questions you get in every weather condition and when it's windy the the camera will be somewhat stable. Yes, yes. That's I mean we're from we're from Denmark, right? Where it's uh, you know it's windy and rains all the time and it snows. Um, so so uh, so yes, we we it's it's very well tested, uh, and I think that's one of the unique uh, features of our product is that you can actually bring it to any field, any weather. Well, obviously there has to be some sort of light. So if it's evening, they have to be, uh, you know, the 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 field has to be lit. But we work in in snow, we work in rain. Um, we have recordings from uh, you know um, Africa on dust. We have. Uh, 
recording from indoor football. We have recording from all around the world, from all times of field. So it's kind of this uh, flexibility, and you just bring the camera, and we do the do the recording automatically. And then then um, what we've what we then kind of added to the product is then um, a a online suite where you can automatically or sorry not automatically, but where you can create your own um, where you can create your own highlights. So the, we, we build a, a platform where the coach can go in and create the unique clips that he wants to create. So um, whatever he needs to focus on in regards to the players. Um, so you can actually communicate um, between coach and player and, and, and discuss these uh, these highlights. Or you can take out the highlights and share those on, on social media. Or you can take out the highlights and send those to scouts. Um, so we also created a whole interaction suite on top of the camera so you can actually really get that value out of the video so you can show the players how to position so that the parents can follow you know their their, 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 their kids uh, and so on so so we are kind of a, a full service uh, solution everything from capturing to video processing to analytics and to sharing very cool um, so it's it's the whole the whole thing all in one basically yeah. yes nice um and, and coming to the business uh model behind so you are mainly selling to to coaches or or to teams or uh, what's your main target group yeah so we are um we are addressing the uh the long tail so we are addressing the mass market of football so we are a product for all coaches out there for all teams all types of clubs um, and, and educations. Um, so we are primarily addressing the, you say the coach uh, with our product features, um, but the solution is bought by the by the club. Um, so typically, it's the often it's the first teams in the clubs that is using it. Uh, but we are in everything from yeah from the from the Superliga clubs here in Denmark's academies uh, down to grassroots youth clubs all around the world. So we cover. All types of ranges. We're typically in 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 the best team in the clubs that we are in, but the clubs are of all of all levels. Uh, but it is uh, we're selling to teams that want to win more matches, and and a lot of teams want to do that. So that's our audience. And and our business model. So so the business model is super super transparent. So we have a, a camera that we are selling at, at twelve hundred euros, um, and then there's a, a subscription model. Um, whether it's different tiers depending on how many how many teams and, and, and how many features uh, you're at. So it's a combination of a of a of a hardware acquisition and and a monthly subscription. And that subscription is the same for every team, or does it differ per class or type or something like this? No, it differ. It only differs per how many features you want and and, and how many teams you're. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, in in one of your previous sentences, you said that you um, target um, the long tail, that you you typically sell to the best team in the club, and that you are, are spread like quite quite well. Uh, my next question is: What has been your your biggest success so far? Is there maybe one client or one story, something that you would like to share? <laughs> you know, it's easy to say that. Of course, we are we are proud that we are so we are. We're targeting this mass market, but we're proud that we actually see uh, Bundesliga clubs, Premier League clubs, Superliga clubs, MLS clubs using our technology. Um, but I think actually the, the success of uh, that that, I, that I'm proud I'm proud of a lot of things. But I think what 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 we've uh, succeeded is is actually proving 
that there is a need for recording the matches that has not previously been recorded. So obviously, you know, the Bundesliga clubs, they would, if they didn't have us, they would have a cameraman doing it. So those matches were recorded anyways. But that we actually, so last year we recorded 50,000 football matches um, that would never have been recorded because these matches would never have a cameraman. So actually, you know, I think it's a great success that we've yeah. actually shown that youth players around the world now for the first time are able to uh, record and, and, and share those, share their matches. So, so I'm super proud that, that, that we've done that. And I think that the biggest success is actually proving the long tail, uh, which is a bit of a business word, but, but, but the, you see the, the amateur, the amateur youth segment that we have succeeded in building a product and a business model that can thrive in this. I think that's our biggest success. Yeah. And 50,000 is an impressive number. Uh, yeah, we're in so we're in almost two thousand clubs right now. We're in more than fifty countries around the world. Um, so so so, uh, uh, and and again, yeah, the adoption of the cameras are just extremely high. So so we're very proud about that. And, and then you know, there's so many, there's a lot of uh, you know, uh, fun story. I mean, we had I think yesterday we had an American club that actually had a player that was signed for the Italian Series B, and they they were just using video footage. Um, so the fact that this guy was oh. signed to an Italian CSB club only because, uh, well, of course, because he's an amazing player, but like the fact that we were actually able to help in that process by, by using our technology, I mean, that's just all those great things that, 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 that happen out there. Cool. How do you know something like this? Like, do they do they tell you, hey, by the way, uh, thanks for for um, your service. We we just signed this player because of this, or do you just know because they use your software? Uh, well, they were kind to uh, to tweet about us, um, so that's why we they they, they tagged us, and that's, that's how we know. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, you can be proud. These these numbers are impressive. The, still, the the fifty thousand uh, stick to me very much, but over twenty uh, countries is uh, not less impressive. So, uh, congrats, congratulations! Seems like you've done a very good job there. Thank you. Stay up to date with all things sports tech and sign up for our newsletter. You'll get a monthly breakdown of the most important developments in the global sports tech ecosystem, paired with exclusive interviews with industry leaders. Get all of this and more delivered directly to your inbox. Sign up today at sportstechx.com. I assume every success comes with uh, some challenges as well along along the way. So my next question is, um, what has been uh, the biggest challenge a challenge you've faced so far, and what do you wish uh, you would have known before you started all this? I think we've we we spent a lot of time, uh, long time building the the product. Um, so so we spent uh, more than two and a half years in the garage, you can say in the lab, building our technology. So it's not you can say an overnight success. We've been a you know a lot of a lot of man hours, a lot of venture capital to to build the to build the product and building. I mean, hardware is hard. The iteration cycles are long. So when you're when you're writing software, you can deploy the code and then you see immediately whether it works or not. When you're building hardware, uh, you need to, you know have just a small change and you change the plastic molding tools. Then suddenly it takes you know six eight weeks before you get something back. Uh, so that you know, every time we do a change, you need to wait months before we actually get the get the reply. Then to iterate again. So, just the development cycles are, are, are long when you are into hardware. 
and so so uh, I think that's that's obviously uh, been 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 a challenge. Um, and then just building the um, the machine learning, uh, the neural networks behind it is, is has been extremely complex and, and and challenging because what we are the problem we are solving uh, from a technical perspective is that we are every every match is unique, uh, right? We are. The sun is always different. Then there's a cloud. Then the grass looks different. There's not any the, the environment we're recording in is different every time. So from a machine learning perspective, it's a really hard task um, to uh, to solve. So we've been training on more than like a million humanly annotated frames of footballs and football matches. So just you know preparing the data sets and, and, and growing that has been a has been a challenge and it, it's a it's a super hard task to to solve. So. So that you know, solving the technology has been a, has been a challenge. Um, so yeah, so you can say, you know, what would love to know before I got started? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think I think actually I, I'm happy that I didn't know it was that hard because then maybe we would have thought <laughs> like found an easier way about it. So I think actually that the fact we didn't know it was so hard is has has, has you know has helped us. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I like it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Asking from a slightly other uh, angle, maybe that's uh, that's something uh, where you have something in mind. Is what is the best advice you were ever given by someone else? Um, well, I actually I would say that maybe it's a bit contrary, but but I actually really don't follow advices. Uh, I actually try not to. Well, sometimes I listen to advices, but I, I rarely follow advices uh, because advices are often very, you know, they work in one instance, but not for another. Uh, something can be tactical about how to run a business, how to, you know, develop people, uh, how to raise your kids. <laughs> to, I mean, I think uh, I had like, you know, tons of advices saying, don't go into hardware, don't go into hardware. And, and I did not follow that. And I'm very happy that I, you know, didn't listen to that advice. So, so actually, I would say uh, I, I, I actually don't uh, <laughs> follow, follow that many advice and not really any, any come to mind. But I would say what I, I, I like to kind of, I more follow, follow mindsets. I follow people. So I think, so I come from a sporting, sporting background. And I think, you know, what you learn in, in sport is that, you know, the more you practice, the more you win. Uh, so just working really hard uh, is required in order to get results. And I think you can bring a lot into that when it comes to uh, to building companies, and then just watching, learning from other entrepreneurs. Uh, a bit, you know, probably a bit cliche-ish, but just following, you know, Elon Musk. I mean, when I watch him land those two rockets autonomously after they've been. Uh, orbiting around the world just watch I, i watch that every month right every time we have a problem in our production then when <laughs> i can see that this guy right. can land two two rockets simultaneously and like okay you know if that's possible then then our then our other problems are neglected so so uh you know i i love this this following other people's mindset you know persistence uh you know just hard work keep hitting the problem then 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 you will uh, then you will succeed so I think I think those are kind of um, the more like the mindsets that that I am following, as you can say that. If it makes sense. Yeah, cool. I like I like the answer absolutely. Uh, a few things on this: a, I hope you bought uh, the Tesla stocks last year in June, July. I think they're more than quadrupled now. <laughs> 
I, uh, I don't, I, uh, well, I did not, I, I don't buy stocks from a principal perspective, <laughs> uh, but I, I, uh, I, I, uh, it's on my list that I, uh, you know, I, I sometimes write down, I should buy this just to see if it works. And maybe I should have done that last year. That would have been, uh, <laughs> that would have been uh, a good investment. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the other things I fully agree on uh, the working hard attitude. I think, uh, yeah, you just have to focus on something, execute, and yeah, tr just try to be the the best uh, um, person in in that aspect, and, and then you will eventually succeed, hopefully. Some of the advices that you get from reading philosophy is that you have to learn to accept. I think that's like the that's the advice to kind of how do you um, you know how do you you know you have to accept where you're from, how you look. Uh, who your parents are that you know the way to, to actually start getting you know uh, you know feeling happy and uh, having a good life but from the entrepreneurial side is the opposite is that you should not accept anything you know it's about break the rules uh right fight the law <laughs> uh you know challenge yourself all the time challenge your your colleagues it's like it's this don't accept you know what i mean so so yeah so absolutely. Again, this, again this paradox between you know coming back to advices right so an advice to have a happy life is to you know learn to accept and the advice to having a successful company is don't accept um so again this again this 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 split if you understand what i'm I absolutely like this. I think it's a very good comparison. And yeah, I recently read um, the, I think, very popular book by uh, Ray Dalio, uh, Principles. And he says you should embrace reality and, and deal with it and make the best out of it. But I like your angle of, uh, yeah, just not accepting some things and, and tackling them. That That's good as well. And it, it's funny because it's the first time I'm asking this question on, uh, on this podcast series as um, this is the first recording of, of the new year. And um, yeah, uh, your answer was, uh, well, I don't follow advices, which was fun <laughs> for me at the beginning. But I'm, I'm glad I took this route and we, we discussed some, some interesting things. That's just something I wanted to add. Cool. Okay, coming from that little philosophical uh, aspect to um, your, back to your company. Um, we talked about a lot about what you've done in the past, uh, what you guys do. I think we have a good understanding of this. Um, I would also like to have a little look into the future. So my question is, is there anything special coming up in the next couple of months, new features, new clients, new continents, uh, something worth mentioning? Yeah, we've actually got some, some really exciting, exciting, uh, exciting uh, features coming up. So uh, right now we're actually working on uh, further developing the technology and go into more sports. Um, mm -hmm. so we're actually going to launch in, in uh, basketball and uh Ooh, nice. rugby and um and, and a few other uh sports in the coming months um because the camera the camera can actually be used for recording any time of uh, any, any time of field and we're right now further developing our ai to be able to understand uh, a basketball game or a, a lacrosse game or a rugby game so actually becoming going from a be, being a football company then we're now a, a multi-sport uh, a company is uh, super exciting and, and we just have tons of leads of other types of sport that are saying hey I also want to record my match you know can I use your camera to do that and now we look forward to actually saying yes we can um, so um, so that's you know it's, it's, a, it's a learning curve for us both technically but also 
product market fit wise how do we uh, how do we adapt the product to work in a in a basketball court uh, in, a, in a in a american football arena and so on so so actually we're, we're super excited about that and, and, and looking forward to, to launch that Wow, that's that's a big step and indeed very exciting. Um, so you must be confident in what you've built now that you take the step to say, yes, we can also uh, apply that to other sports. So I guess this is probably a big year for you coming up. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it certainly is. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it, it turns out that, you know, the, the market analysis is the same that you have, um, you know, uh, on the basketball side, you know, you have, The professional teams are being recorded, but you still have, you know, millions of, of youth amateur teams that are playing, but would love to lose more video to, you know, become better at, uh, you know, become better players or become better teams and coach would like to use it. So kind of the need for video is the same. Um, and the, uh, the use of video out there is, is just, uh, non-existing as it is in, uh, in, in football. So, um, so we are, yeah, we, we look very much forward to going into new sports. Yeah, nice opportunity to scale there. Um, we are almost at the end of this uh, recording. I only have one last question, and um, I'm, I'm curious what, what the answer will be um, because your answers are uh, not so predictable, which I like. Um, so let, let's see what it is. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite sporting moment? So some uh, game that you watched live or on television, or maybe it's a recorded one from your video software uh, <laughs> that just stuck with you, something special. Um, well, there are, there are, you know, many, that's the beauty about sport, right? Is that it creates all these, these moments, um, that's, you know, when you get really excited is when something comes from being, you know, bad and then you go into winning, that's what sport can do, right? Let's say, so I'm a Man United fan, right? So, so, you know, in 99 winning over Bayern Munich, uh, in the last minute, right? I mean, those moments <laughs> where I just turned right I'm, I'm maybe that's also popular <laughs> at your end I know you're popular by Munich but but you know that's that's those those moments that you know you really remember right uh, I um but actually I, I come from me so I actually I used to sail um very competitive when I was uh, when I was younger um so um and I actually won uh, yeah two two uh, championship gold medals um in uh, in youth sailing when I was younger And, wow. uh, um, and, and, you know, winning medals and winning races, that's, I think were, um, and, and there were certainly some, some races where we were behind and, and ended up winning those, uh, yeah, this, those will always be stuck in my mind, uh, as, as, you know, unique, unique moments standing on top of the podium. That's, that's, uh, that's really exciting. Yeah, I can imagine if if you are in that scene, you're the, the athlete, uh, then it's even more intense than maybe just, just watching a game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah, indeed, yeah. So, um, so lots yeah. of lots of uh, great moments. So, you know, winning, winning uh, regattas and races, um, and then uh, watching watching United win. I'm an FC Copenhagen fan myself here in, in Denmark. And, you know, <laughs> uh, following the ups and yeah. downs, and following the wins there is uh, on stadiums and on TV. Is uh, yeah, it's, it's super super exciting. Uh, not so it's so exciting to be a United fan at the moment, but but. The, <laughs> even more opportunity to be happy once it's uh, hopefully soon we'll start the turn again. Yeah. At some point, at some point, the, the bad, the bad phase might be over. Um, <laughs> cool, Henrik. 
Um, we're, we're at the end. That was, that was very interesting, very insightful. Um, thank you very much for this. I will uh, follow your journey closely, especially now that you're uh, opening up your solution for new sports. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be exciting. Uh, like I said, wish you all the best. And uh, yeah, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sports Tech All-Stars podcast with Benjamin Pankert. If you like our show, let us know and leave a review. And if you want to know more about us, check out sportstechx.com, where you can find our latest industry reports and updates. For a deeper dive into all things sports tech, check out our comprehensive database, SportsTechDB, at sportstechdb.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at SportsTechX on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Join us next time for another insightful conversation with a leader in sports tech.